Hey there, welcome back to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Craig Ansell. It's awesome. We're rolling into episode 55. I know, I can't believe it either. What a long run we've had, and we look forward to chugging along. For episode 55, we're going to go somewhere special. We're going to help you out if you have trouble speaking in small conversations or to large groups, even presenting. Episode 55, Getting Rid of Um, Uh, and Filler Words. Welcome back to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Craig Ansell. We're hitting you up with episode 55. Getting rid of um, uh, and filler words. Author and speaker Stephen Covey said, Most of us don't listen with the intent to understand. We listen with the intent to reply. If you think about that for a minute, Many times we've been in conversations, maybe for you recently, and the minute the other person stopped speaking, we found it that was our time to respond. Our response may or may not be tied back to what the other person was saying, and we might not even reference any of the comments or points that they made. We were just looking for a brief pause in the conversation so that we could respond back and reply with what we had on our minds. What makes matters worse, cell phones, email alerts, and other distractions, they don't help at all. In today's world, we can lose train of thought quite easily. This can cause us to lose focus and ramble on. Some of us have even fallen into a trap where those listening to us can even predict after a while where our um, uh, or filler word is going to be in our sentences. The other day, I actually found myself counting with tick marks on my notepad how many times during their talk they used filler words. Then I checked how long they spoke, and I calculated the rate at which they used filler words. Let's say six per minute or once every 10 seconds. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not perfect either, and my ums and uhs slip out from time to time. The problem, though, it can be distracting. It can break connections in conversations and even weaken our discussion points. Furthermore, if you're presenting, it can actually weaken your approach and even devalue you and your content. What concerns me more, though, is that we don't know when to stop talking. That's when I think the filler words make their debut. I've found that there's a certain kind of energy, almost an excitement, when I speak in front of groups, no matter the size. And it's regardless if it's in person, virtually, or at events. This energy, though, is almost a pleasant nervousness an excitement, but it can trip you up, even sabotage your planned speech or conversation. 
If you listen to my other episodes, you'll know I spoke about emotional intelligence and how it related to emotional versus logical thinking. Whether we're in a casual conversation with friends, family, or a comfortable work environment, we can still get tripped up with ums and ahs. Furthermore, when you're communicating in a critical matter such as interviews, you really need to watch for and control your filler words. They can fuel your nervousness and lead you down a path of self-defeating negative discussions. As an example, a recent student of mine and I were working on her interviewing skills. She had the opportunity to promote into management within her group and thought it would be ideal that we work together. Initially, when she got to the end of her planned statement, filler words showed up, followed by negative self-talk, such as, I don't know this process in our ERP software, but I'm willing to learn. From there, she was off the tracks. She heard herself deviate from her plan and then started explaining things that she wished she knew or was working on learning. That's where the self-defeat and negative talk derailed her. I stopped her right there. I taught her about my 3P rule. It's called powerfully placed pauses. If you feel filler words coming on, regardless if it's the famous and well-known ums or us, or you have special crutch words that you rely on, such as really or so, try my 3P rule. Check out episode 51, which is dedicated to the detailed walkthrough of using my 3P rule. The episode is called Powerfully Placed Pauses. Now, back to our episode 55, getting rid of um, uh, and filler words. The 3P rule is definitely going to help you there. But what's more important is that you recognize how frequently you use these filler words. Maybe it's a slight stutter when you don't know the next word you're going to use and you just try to fill the silence. Maybe there's a mumbling that you do. Each one of us is different and each one of us is unique when it comes to one-on-one conversations, small groups, and even large teams or presenting. The best thing that I can tell you is to record yourself. You can do it in a number of ways. One would be to record your audio only, such as I do with my microphone on my laptop. Play it back after you gave a small talk about something. Maybe you have an upcoming presentation you're giving or a report out to your team, supervision, or management. Walk through that process. It's always good to prepare and practice in advance. One thing, though, I will warn you about. If you have an upcoming interview or large presentation to a team, there is a possibility that you could over-prepare. And the way you would do that is by over-practicing If you go through the process of giving the discussion, the talk, or the speech too many times, you run the risk of becoming robotic, almost programmed in a way. Your body goes into an automated mode, and you might actually start to lose some of the connection with your listening audience. It's very important that you know your material, and you know it well and down pat. However, 
it's also important that you don't rehearse it so much that it comes out flat and monotone, almost as if it were a recording without any emotion. You still need to have human interaction, whether it's movement within the room, eye contact with your listeners, or if you're circulating in the room and handing out materials or drawing attention to particular facts, figures, or physical objects in the room, make sure you keep everyone engaged or at least do the best you can. When you feel that you're at a point to stop because you're transitioning between content or you're not sure what to say next, the pauses that you take using the 3P rule, powerfully placed pauses, can definitely help you. One thing I'll tell you also to give you some more peace and comfort about this process. I've been fortunate that I've been able to speak in small and large crowds over the years, as well as run events with thousands in attendance, as well as managing projects worldwide. The pauses that we take seem uncomfortable at times and even extremely lengthy. But when you look back, if there was a recording of the session, you'll find out that what felt like an eternity to you at the speaker stage, podium, or addressing a team was nothing more than a momentary silence to allow you to gather your thoughts, your focus, and your attention. By the way, I'm also fortunate that I'm a reader or lector at one of our local churches in Central Florida. And when we take a pause, it does seem like an eternity. However, when the audio is played back, you'll see it fits in just perfectly with the content. And many times, the books and the text hints or notes even tell us to take a lengthy pause for dramatic effect or to emphasize a particular situation. I can't emphasize enough that it's critically important that you practice your discussions, even if it's something important that you're going to have with a colleague, coworker, or management, and it's in a small setting such as one-on-one. There's still plenty of opportunities for error. I know a number of folks over the years that I've worked with that have significant challenges when it comes to filler words, um, uh, er, or other crutch words. By the way, I'm going to put a freebie together that you can download from my website that will help you look at crutch words and filler words. I'd suggest you print out a copy, maybe keep one at home if you're virtually working remotely, as well as one in your physical office. If you work in customer service, such as upfront as a cashier or some type of front customer-facing situation, having that printout with you might significantly help, especially if you're put in a position of authority and need to answer customers' questions. You don't want to weaken your approach, cheapen the words you use, or create distractions by using those all-too-often-known filler words, um, uh, er. Then, don't forget, crutch words can be something. Really? Sometimes, you know, oh yeah, uh. Now again, I'm not perfect. I make plenty of mistakes as I do these podcast recordings, and that's what, stop, record, (laughs) and that's what, stop, rewind, and re-record is for. I think I'll leave that in there. No, I'm not perfect, and I never will be. 
I just try to release episodes that help you grow on your career growth journey, whether it's personally or professionally. Now, I hope you've had a great time listening to this episode, and the key point is to make you aware of the fact that many of us do use filler words, and it's usually because we feel an uncomfortable pause coming, and we just want to continue to speak in many cases. In fact, it might even create nervousness or anxiety if there's silence. And if that's with you, I understand that. I've been there too. However, what I've done is looked at other communication methods, body language, as well as listening to the tone, checking for eye contact, and trying to keep my listener or listeners, my audience, engaged. Hopefully through regulating my tone, my energy, potential movement or placement in a room, as well as calling out to team members or audience members in attendance, I can get further engagement and keep them entertained as well as educate them on the topic that I'm discussing. Now, regarding this discussion, it was all about recording yourself with audio only. You can step it up a notch, especially in today's world where we have webcams, laptop cameras, as well as our cell phones, front and back facing cameras. And some of you have the fancy multi-camera phone. You can record yourself with video as well. And another way to check your performance and improve your game is to watch your body language. Do you rock from side to side, for example, as a sign of potential nervousness? Do you like to fuss with some clothing or dig your hand in and out of your pocket, which is a potential sign as well of nervousness? It's okay whatever you notice on your recording. The great news is you become aware of it and you have the opportunity to improve. No, you don't have to fix everything all at once, and there is no perfect presentation. We're all human, and we all make mistakes. It's true, some give really great presentations and really capture your attention, so much so they leave you at the end wanting even more, wishing their speech or discussion wasn't over. You can learn from watching those videos as well as watching yourself. Pick up on key tips, tricks, or techniques that others are using that you feel would capture your audience's attention better. And try to remove some of your negative points that you've caught on tape. Now, I mentioned earlier about two other episodes, I think. One was about emotional intelligence, and that was episode 40, titled, Becoming aware of your emotional intelligence. It's a great listen with some key content that will really help you out if you're looking to improve and reduce your um, uh, and filler words. Also, regarding presentations as well as interviewing, episode 37 should really help you out. It's titled, Don't Just Exist, Be Present. And finally, I had an Ultimate Career Growth Performance Series five episodes in a row that were linked together in a very tight fashion to help you. They started out with transformation, talking about your hard and soft skills. I focused in on interviews as well as promotions and leadership. Those are episodes 46 through 50. Again, that's the Ultimate Career Growth Performance Series, 46 through 50. Go ahead and check some of those episodes out. I hope they'll help you. I'll put links in the show notes, 
And we're always available by social media, at Craig Ansell for LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And I would love to hear from you directly. My email, craig at craigansell.com. I hope you're having a wonderful summer, and I look forward to serving up additional episodes. If you have any particular trouble, challenges you're facing, or just want to chat, reach out to me. Depending on where you're at in your career growth journey, I might be able to put a podcast together just about your situation. Peace. 